When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to a Score North podcast right now, and if you're a business owner, so are your customers. In fact, I could be talking about your business right now, telling the tens of thousands of loyal fans about you and sending them to your business. Find out how you can partner with your favorite Score North podcast. Visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. Fill out the form, and we'll get in touch with you quickly. Once Phil, Judd, Declan, or others start talking about your company, you'll be amazed at how many fans start showing up. So visit scorenorth.com now and enter keyword partner. All right, we, we were just talking off microphone, so we'll, we'll, we'll bring the Wolves conversation here. Presented by Summit Orthopedics, if you're dealing with any type of pain. Maybe you're on the injured list before a big game or something this weekend. Uh, back pain, shoulder pain, whatever it is, Summit Orthopedics can help you. No referrals are needed. Same-day appointments available. Uh, they also offer walk-in orthopedic urgent care seven days a week starting at 8 a.m. 25 locations in the Twin Cities and greater Minnesota. Learn more at summitortho.com. I hate being this guy because mm-hmm. I'm 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 being the blame the officials guy, but the 51 points scored by Joel Embiid is like I don't even know what you're supposed to do with that guy. You can't defend him without getting called for a foul, and then of course mm-hmm. he hits every single 18 foot jump shot. Yes, like nobody in NBA history. So mm-hmm. good luck, I guess. And Rudy uh, Rudy's out of the game in the first three minutes, right? He gets two quick fouls. He's out in three minutes. Yeah, and, one of them was offensive, which is yeah. not good for him. It is. It is um, amazing to me, though. These guys make so much money that after the game, Gobert took a pretty good strip out of the ref- officials, knowing he's going to get a thirty thousand or fifty thousand yeah. dollar fine, but they're you know, just saying, I gotta, I gotta say my piece here, and uh, I'll give them the money. What, what the hell? You know, worth so it. worth uh, it. Yeah, and I, and I, I don't, I don't blame him. Now, now tonight, real test for this team. You're back. You just got humbled, and you're back here, and you got the Lakers who have lost four out of five. They're they're on a back to back too, right? Yeah, they got beat and, by the Bulls last night. Yeah, yeah, they, the Bulls are playing good without Levine. They, Levine's been hurt, and they're all happy that they don't have him because they they hate him down there now. But uh, uh, but it did now 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 you show up tonight and you beat the Lakers at home. That's uh, that they haven't lost two in a row all year. That's a uh, that's an interesting test for the team with that had had the best record in the NBA uh, as of tip off last night. You know what the secret of the 76ers, though, is outside of MB being unstoppable? They got rid of James Harden. That's, oh, the, yeah. that's the other uh, the great thing that's happened to him. This Maxie's terrific, and he, he can just go get his 35 now and not have to worry about having that idiot James Harden around. So uh, now the, I will say the Clippers have found, have found it with him. They've won nine consecutive games. Yeah, the they're, they're all of a sudden they're, they're winning with uh, – they got to have the highest payroll in the history of the NBA, don't they, with this collection of old old timers? But they got George and uh, Harden, and it looked like it was going to be a disaster when they first got it. They lost like their first three or four, but now they've won a bunch in a row. So, yeah. so who who 
got the foul calls when Harden played with Embiid. Who who officially drew the attempted the most dives, flops, and got the calls? Like that that would be a competition <laughs> between those two players. Yeah, That's yeah, I, there's yeah. there's like five players. Harden's one of them. Shea Gilgis Alexander in Oklahoma City is becoming one too. That are just awful to watch. I respect how good Joel Embiid is, but he is impossible to watch. It's like from an entertainment standpoint, he does mm-hmm. two things: he hunts for fouls, and he shoots seventeen foot jump shots with precision, unlike anyone in NBA history. <laughs> but it is the least entertaining style of basketball of of a superstar player. I'm sorry. Yeah. And uh, he, he has the officials convinced, man. Uh, it's uh, when he how can how can that guy flop? You couldn't you couldn't hit him. You could hit him with a sledgehammer, and he wouldn't move a foot right. for goodness' sakes, unless he wanted to. For uh, yeah, he is a monstrous talent, though. There's uh, no doubt about it. He's happy. You can see he's happy as hell not to have Harden around. You know that he can. He just he's the man, and uh, then you know let the rest of them go and do their thing. They're uh, they're they're a threat in the East with him, man. They're uh, they are a threat in the East, I think. But uh, uh, yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think last night's loss is anything to panic about uh, because uh, even Finchie took some shots at the officials. He'll get fined too. He got teed up, right? Uh, he he get one yeah, he or he get two. He got one. He, he didn't. He was he was he, pu- he pushed it a few other times too, but he he yeah. only got teed up one. Yeah, but uh, anyway, Lakers in town. Not quite what it used to be, but uh, they'll still be jammed tonight and uh, have have the good old right before Christmas. Everybody, all the college students who've gone to faraway places are back in town. Uh, they should have a rocket and rolling downtown tonight, don't you think? This will be I think D'Angelo Russell's first game back too. Oh, oh homecoming for oh, dealing. Thank God, thank God, he's playing on that team and not this one. That's uh, that's a, that's a great thing. God, I hated him. He was I, <laughs> from the get go. I I couldn't stand him as a player. Never, never could stand him as a player. You know, it's uh, uh, you know that, that whole. Has there ever been an over more overplayed angle around here than D'Angelo and Cat being the best of buddies? And they worked. It was all made up. It, it was it was strictly strictly a stupid thing that that cat was telling people that uh, you know well, it was just, well and I and I think they were friends but it's what we yeah. get so nervous about oh you know if you got to be careful if you trade D'Lo you're going to alienate cat if you were to yeah. go to cat right now and say hey, would you want to kick Mike Conley out of here and bring D'Lo back <laughs> what do you think he'd say yeah yeah and Nikhil and Nikhil's got to go too yeah I know what he <laughs> I know what he'd say yes so um, anyway. It is. Uh, we we did uh, take a strip out. I don't know who the officials were. I didn't even look up in the box score. I didn't. I didn't see the whole game. So, uh, who who was it? Was it at a? What it was. It wasn't Ed Malloy. I I don't. I don't remember. It wasn't Ed Malloy. So, but it was. It was legitimately, and I hate being the blame the officials guy. But it was. Yeah. It was an atrocity. Quite frankly, mm-hmm. it was bad. D'Angelo Russell, by the way, last night in Chicago. So hey, it's a it's a road game. You know, Lakers trying to find their way in the Western Conference. D'Lo, 28 minutes, one for six, two points, two assists for the Lakers. Wow. No trips, no trips to the free throw line. 28. They, do they have no option there? Is, is he it? Is he? Who's there? But 
I mean, I Lebr- that- LeBron James and, and Anthony Davis played, but, you know, yeah. there's... <laughs> no, I mean, as far as uh, point guard, is he, is he it? Well, they got the, that Austin Reeves kid runs around like a maniac and has the ball quite a bit, and he's, he's a pretty good player. I kind of like him. <laughs> they also have, don't they, they have Gabe Vincent, too, from... Um, mm-hmm. uh, they pulled him over in That's the right. offseason, so he's... He well, this is a good time to play the Lakers and get back on your feet and jam the ballpark and... Uh, Hey, you know what, though? They're not showing us any respect. We're not playing Christmas Day, right? We're not in one of the we're not one of the ten elite teams to play on Christmas Day. It's an oversight. It's too bad. The NFL sure took care of that. Hey, you think NBA Christmas Day? They get they get the whole deal. Ah, not anymore, boys. There's going to be a Christmas. If Christmas is on a Wednesday, the NFL is going to have a game in the future. <laughs> It's I'm great. curious yeah, the, about the NBA for twenty years. Thought they owned are they going to are they going to put a game now? Like like you know because what n- next year uh, Christmas Day is on a Tuesday, right? Like oh, yeah. is the National Football League just going to say screw it? We're going to put a double yeah. header on that day, and we don't care anymore. It's kind of uh, it, you, you're, because it's so late in the schedule. Though you're really putting teams at a disadvantage if they're trying to make the playoffs, right? If you make them play Tuesday, Sunday, or something like that. But and the uh, NFL, yeah, when they, they they'll, they'll consider it for thirty seconds and then say, "Who cares? Tuesday you, night Christmas special." Yeah, that's did you see good. where we're having a game next year? Real. Yep. We're going to Rio de Janeiro next wow. year. We're, we even want to take away soccer country down there and uh, we go to Rio de Janeiro. Who do you think we'll send? Are we going to send the Jaguar? The Jaguars are always the guinea pig team. You know what we this just is, send you guys? This is a deal where about a year ago or so, and it didn't get a lot of publicity, but they declared territories for every team. Like oh, the really? Vikings are Canada's team and something else. This is going to be, this is why. So they're going to send the teams. They they assign fan bases. Hey, this is your team. But Who, so who but, are we assigned to Rio de Janeiro? Do we know? The Cardinals? I'd have to look it up again. But yeah, it's probably some schlep of a club. A bunch of slappies. Uh, oh, but they're, uh, they're, they're proud. They have to send... You know, everybody, all those uh, South America, Latin America, big Cowboys fans way back in the old days. I mean, if they are football fans, they're Cowboy fans. And, uh, and uh, you know, but you can't get the Cowboys to go everywhere. But it looks like their whole goal eventually is going to be to have everybody have eight games and then have, if there's 17, the other one, everybody's playing somewhere around the world during the schedule for the neutral site game or something. They're going to have them all over to sell uh, sell stuff. They're uh, they're the greediest human beings in the world right there. The uh, guys, uh, you know, Elon Musk would be a hero as an NFL owner. He would not be the greediest SOB, and he wouldn't even be in the top 20 on that uh, list. Coming up on Sunday, playing outdoors in Antarctica. It's the Green Bay Packers. It's the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Why didn't the Packers get Canada? They play outdoors. They should have gotten Canada. They might have, too. I I think that there were, at I think for a few teams, Multiple assignments. I bet. I bet you the Vikings will play a game in Canada in the next couple of years. Yeah, the only place game. to play in Canada though is Toronto, right? That that market wise, that 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 it would do you any good. That they are the only ones that probably have a big enough arena, you know, big enough stadium, and, uh, and Vancouver does. But you know, I don't. You know, Vancouver that's, might be that's Seattle country. That's How big is the they, Montreal Alouettes Stadium? Do we know? Let's look that up. Right I don't think it's very big. big. I don't think it's very, but why do they care? It's all TV money. And the anyway. big O is gone, right? 
the the Olympic Stadium that the Expos played in? Did they tear it down finally? Is that gone? It was because that's a big stadium. uh, I've been there. Maybe the worst stadium. Maybe the worst, most overpaid stadium ever. They had the roof made in France, and they, you know, so they had to ship the roof from France and all these pieces, and it finally got there, and it leaked like crazy, and they. They couldn't open. It was going to be the first one that opened, and they couldn't open it. Right? Wasn't it? it just I never was in there. Unfortunately, I was. I wish I, I wish I had been in there once in a while. So I found a list of the biggest stadiums in Canada, by the way. And let's see here. So Commonwealth Stadium in Edmonton, mm-hmm. where the Edmonton Elks play in the CFL. That's that's the biggest stadium. It's fifty six thousand capacity, but it opened oh, in nineteen seventy eight. So well, maybe I don't know. Maybe then you've got then you got Olympic Stadium apparently is still open. Okay, fifty six thousand. Uh, BC Place in Vancouver, which is home to the BC Lions of the C of the CFL, that's a fifty four thousand capacity. So you could put some people. Rogers Center is only forty one thousand in Toronto. Yeah, that's the biggest one in Toronto. Uh, by the way, very uh, a couple of years ago, it was very I was very upset when the Edmonton Eskimos, a great big deal forever. They were the Edmonton Eskimos. We had to change them to the Elks. Is it is it a racist name if we don't even know it's a racist name? You know, is what I'm saying is who knew Eskimos was uh, racist? Yeah, for, I don't, I don't know, but I'm not, ta- I'm not tapped into Eskimo culture enough to be able no, to tell I'm you not. who's offended. All, all of a sudden, what, what? I, I didn't know that. I said it with honor. And, prestige and, and and praise for them for being so damn sturdy to play, you know, to live in igloos and stuff like that. And now all of a sudden it was a racist name. Very Well, where very did, you, did you, you, you like reading the, the comment section or who did, did you no, get an email? No, that's why they changed the name. Oh, God. Okay. It, was, it was deemed to be a derogatory thing, but we didn't know that. Uh, obviously, we didn't. We, we had to you had to do extensive research. If you have to do extensive research to find out it's racist, is it really racist? I so. Elks complained it's like that too, the flag. Elks it's said like that's the racist Minnesota towards us. Flag. It's like the Minnesota flag. We got that Indian riding a horse. And then there's some farmer, uh, and he's got a gun leaning against a, a uh, rock. Well, he's shooting deer. He's shooting wolves. He's shooting coyotes. It's not a... You know, I don't know. You who, don't decided know that was, who decided that was racist? Take the gun away from the rock. That's all you got to do. Keep the one, you know, the, it, it told all about us. You had the farmer and you had the, the Native Americans and you had uh, everything we needed. Now we got a, now apparently our flag looks like Somalia. So that. Uh, I think we should put a star for every Vikings devastating loss on the flag. I think. <laughs> yes, that's right. Four in the 70s. You got at least three or four more in the NFC title game. How about a state flag with the weeping blondes on it? How about that? (laughs) That's our state flag, yeah. Brian Peterson's photo, which, by the way, I could show you. I see every morning when I go out to my garage. I got got a framed, signed photo of the weeping blondes. Yeah. Hey, speaking of Vikings, by the way, Judd saw this story here that uh, the Vikings are seeking $62 million to beef up the perimeter of their stadium, downtown Minneapolis. Yes, they. I think we should give it to them because they uh, really, uh, you know, they're not making enough money down there. The fact that they 
they, they put in about, when you take away all the sponsorships and stuff before they went in there, they spent about $450 to um, have a 1.15 billion stadium. And uh, what what it, is there a lot of, I say get two Paul Blarts on those, uh, you know, the things you ride around the mall in and have them out there 24 hours Just a day. Just two laps, okay. yeah. Have two guys riding around. You, you know, you can pay them twenty-five bucks an hour and save a lot of money. What are they? What is there a? There haven't been any reports of uh, anything going on, have there? It's uh, have we no, had anybody try to try to try to break in? Like what? They're, they're concerned. They're actually concerned about terrorist attacks. That's what they're saying. It's not like petty theft. Mm-hmm. That's what well, they're doing. They're, supposedly there's some federal thing the twins have to do something too right down there the twins have to they're gonna they're gonna have more of a perimeter too but 62 million seems a little pricey doesn't it maybe well we just, maybe can we bargain we them down did, to 50 we just did 15 we just did 15 right for the for the fence they already they did 15 already for a new fence so i don't know what the hell should have bring back the Metrodome. I love the Metrodome compared to this dump. This what? overbuilt, this overbuilt, ridiculous stadium. You wander around for hours. The concession stands in the bath. They should spend sixty-two million on new bathrooms. <laughs> Apparently, if you go to the game, it takes you. If you, you decide to go to the men's room or the women's room, you're going to miss a quarter. But how can they build it? It's it's you you want to bring the you want to bring the troughs back the Metrodome troughs That's back. That's right. That's right. We can I all get we can all get closer during the holidays while we pee in the same trough together. Why they yes. all these stupid little uh, the stairways that go down into these exclusive seats things and it's uh, it's uh, I hate that place. I can't stand. See, it. my problem with the Metrodome troughs, specifically when the weather is warm, like during twin season. When you wear shorts to the ballpark, yes, yes, and you're standing, yes. and someone else is standing next to you, and you feel the splashback, and it's uh, not yours. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, it wasn't perfect. I wouldn't go on the trough. It wasn't perfect. I'll admit that, but it's you know you didn't have to wander around aimlessly for hours. The the prep bowl, they make everybody wait. You get your ticket. You know, they give you a ticket for a specific game, so you got to stand there and wait for an hour with the other fans for the other crowd to leave because they don't want to open up more of the stadium, that cheap bastards. <laughs> uh, they don't, the, the, they, they keep it as low. They keep their uh, number of uh, people they have working at the stadium as low as possible for the prep bowl and that every other prep event. Just their, they hate having to do that. And they figured out a way not to have baseball there this year by putting their turf in. So. So, so you've got this, the X. I'm telling you right now, the Timberwolves better bleep and speak up because yeah. everyone's going to try and drain anything that they can get from the state before the Wolves can complain mm-hmm. about a new arena. Yeah. What are we? Uh, yeah, we, well, we're up to – it's got to be a couple hundred million at least St. Paul's looking, which is twice as much as they paid to build the arena. And, uh, and now these guys – Phil, they also told us like a few months ago that – they want two hundred eighty million for uh, to uh, keep it up to date. Uh, which 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 group the, did the, the, uh, the Ziggy Dome? 
They, they want two hundred. Oh, we already wait. We already need after ten years. We need a quarter of a billion dollars to keep it yes, up to date. For, uh, ten for over the next uh, ten years or something to uh, maintain. Better maintain, we better better make some more electronic pull tab devices. Yes, yeah, we better go back to uh, then. Yeah, and we and we can't sell as many electric elect uh, uh, electronic pull tabs because the tribes are upset that they look too much like slot machine they they work too much like electronic slot machines so i think they're not you, you can't sell them as much as you did before i don't know what the thing was but the, there was some bill passed that uh, limited the electronic pull tabs in the in the bars we'll find they, a way we'll find we could do a go maybe we can do a GoFundMe for the will family to yes, yes, you know, get all the money they need you know what the only solution to all this Go buy the family a new car, don't you think? Right there. I think you're right, Pat. 100. percent Yep. You better buy it now before they uh, slap some more taxes on, so the Vikings can get a dome, get a get a new fence around the dome. You better, you know, that's it. We're we're going to end up paying for that if you go to buy a car. You're going to end up paying for the Vikings dome security. Uh, anyway, Jim Paul's Valley Group of GM Dealers, Brett Paul's Valley Group of GM Dealers. My guys, Apple Valley, Hastings, uh, really good uh, supply out there. And uh, the Sierra trucks, which they have, the GMC trucks, I saw 0.9% for those. And I saw an ad last night for these uh, for the uh, Chevy truck and uh, the, the, the Sierra truck from GMC. And lots of truck drivers around here going to hockey games with their kids and uh, check Check those out at that uh, rate. It's uh, it's amazing. Hastings and Apple Valley, Jim Falls Valley Group of GM dealers, Brett Fall out in Apple Valley. Uh, check them out. I think we still got time before Christmas. We could still, you, you buy one today, it'll be there uh, Monday morning. So uh, yes, yeah, so you could even like like the commercials. You could like put a put a bow on top of it. Ribbon and, on it. Yeah. yeah. Yes, it would be fantastic. Uh, uh, so Jim Paul's, I can't recommend them highly enough. I've been buying cars there for over 10 years of my last four or five cars I bought from Jim Paul and Brett Paul. Why would I do that if I didn't trust these guys impeccably? And you know, you're going to get a good vehicle at, a, at the best possible price. And they're going to take care of you if any problems uh, would surface. Jim Paul, Amen. Brett Paul, Apple Valley, Hastings, Valley Group of GM dealers. All right, Pat, we'll uh, we'll talk to you again tomorrow, sir. Enjoy your All day. All right, Laker, a little Laker, uh, a little Laker Timberwolves conversation. And are we getting excited enough about the Lions match, man? That's uh, that's the season, basically, isn't it? Kind of. Kind there's of. actually there's actually a way they could go two and one, and still if they I get to nine wins, the you got to beat the Lions at home, right? Though so you can't beat the, you're not going to beat the Lions down there. It depends if, they, if they're resting all their starters in week 18 because nothing matters for them. But yeah, it'd be, it'd be nice to, to get them on Christmas Eve here. Uh, all righty. Uh, hey, Kevin O'Connell got Lavelle's endorsement today is doing a fine job. So oh, we don't no. have to, we, we can stop complaining about the tush push last week. <laughs> well, well checked in and decided to be a homer. So that's good. All the right. Kiss of death. There it is. <laughs> yeah. All right, see you, Pat. Roycey Unchained here on Score North.